Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LaRae, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Oh, my goodness, Whispers, are you excited to be in our safe zone or what? I am so happy to be back in here today and to be wrapping up our week on such a high note. I tell you, welcome to our safe zone and our Whispers Lounge. I tell you, it's exciting. Whispers, did you get your cocktail or your mocktail of the episode? Well, guess what? Dustin is killing it. Dustin, Dustin, Dustin. Oh, my goodness. You, my friend, are slaying the game. Your mixology is really just hitting it. If you didn't get your cocktail or your mocktail, guess what, Whispers? You're missing it. This man is killing it in there. And guess where you can find the cocktail or the mocktail? In our newsletter. So if you aren't subscribed to it, guess what? You're missing everything because we just don't have the or the mocktail in there, we have great articles and a special feature from all of our whispers. They send in something special. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but if you definitely subscribe, you'll know what I'm talking about. And listen, you know I'm excited to have you all join in on the discussion. So please feel free to call in at 516-595-8091. Once again, that's 516-595-8091. And then you know Blog Talk Radio has done something fabulous for us. Yes, they have put a live chat box into each and every discussion. So it is awesome. We get to go and chop it up. And you know how your girl loves to monitor a great chat box? And then on top of everything else, our private Zoom room. I'm excited about this group. It is the Diamond Book Club uh, with us. And they were supposed to be with us last week. So it is so exciting that they're here and to be able to really kind of bring in this discussion. This is really great. I have to tell you, I love we get to come in, have a little discussion, welcome each other. They have their cocktails and their mocktails. And let me tell you something, they look fabulous in there. Don't forget, you can call in at 516-595-8091. So are you ready to get into our discussion on do you lack accountability. You know how I love to start our discussions off with a clear meaning or definition. So guess what, guys? There's no difference here this week. We're going to get the understanding and the meaning of accountability, and that is the obligation to take responsibility for one's actions. So let me say it again because I kind of breeze through that for a reason. The word accountability means the obligation to take responsibility for one's actions. 
You know, whispers. we normally speak on having or taking accountability of our actions, but today I want to go into it in a different direction. And you might be like, well, what is that, Sonia? What do you mean? Well, unfortunately, recently, I've seen a lot of people from in the news to my day-to-day um, in social media not taking accountability for their actions. And see, we are on our mission here, all of us whisperers and all of my clients are on a mission to level up in 2022 and beyond and to have a growth mindset. But do you think we can get to that level up and to that growth mindset if we're lacking in accountability? See, we all have got to stop and think about certain things. So does your lack of accountability have a cause and effect, or are there effects to not having accountability? Let me just say, when I decided to bring this topic forward, I started in the description box of the episode a very uh, a dynamic statement I had put in there. And I'm going to read it verbatim, and it says, many people lack accountability in their lives and don't have someone who will hold them accountable for the things they do, say, or cause. But then I thought to myself, well, if you got to have somebody that's always telling you that you've done this or you've done that, does that negate on you being accountable for your actions? See, I even thought about it in a deeper sense because I know a lot of you whispers are business owners and have established businesses as well. And some of you even may have accountability partners. And see, that's something different from really our actions, the behaviors that we have, or the lack of having is what we're really speaking about in this discussion today. So how many of you all know of someone like this or have even seen someone in the news or social media that this very fact holds true to? I know I can name several off the top of my head. Yes, many of us know someone like this, and I bet that many of you all don't even know that this topic of accountability is one of the hardest topics to really, you know, broach or raise when we're speaking to other people or talking to them about it. This has got to be one of the hardest discussions you'll ever have with a person. So I, I was like, wow, you know, that's true, and I thought about it. Because I think about a lot of times like when I have couples that come in and they're struggling because one partner doesn't, you know, have accountability or lacks accountability. And the discussion is so hard for them to kind of bring up and, and put onto the table. I thought, well, you know, many people don't understand it. And why is it important? Or where do you even start when you're thinking about something like this? You know, whispers, they understand accountability is important, but don't know how to create a culture of accountability. 
hop or hope it will happen. And unfortunately, hope isn't a strategy. And we all know that. Hope is just not a strategy. We can hope for a lot of things, but you know what? We have to always come in with a game plan. And even when we did self, you know, we had to stop. And that first S was stop. And even in the word pause, we had to have a moment to strategize, to come up with a plan, to decide how we're going to move or not move, and how we're going to implement certain things. So it's the same difference that when we're speaking about accountability. I think the elephant in the room is what causes many to not be accountable? What is it? You know, throughout our years of growth, we've learned to be accountable to someone or something. And as young children, we must do what our parents tell us or there's a punishment that might happen. And I know for a fact because I'm a parent that, you know, there's cause and effect to everything. And a lot of times, you know, when you have kids, you always tell them, well, you know what? Obedience is, is the key here. You gotta listen. You're you're accountable for your actions. You must do X, Y, and Z. But see, you're structuring it and you're teaching them about that accountability. And then, you know, as we move into school age, we're accountable to our teachers. They give us our classwork, they give us our homework, they give us our assignments, you know, and there's a cause and effect. If you don't do that, you don't do your homework, you don't do your classwork, guess who fails the class, guess who has to go to summer school, or who has to repeat the grade? You. And then when we move into our adulthood, you go and get a job or you start your own business. Like I said, many of you have your own companies, and you become accountable to your boss, either to your clients, to your staff to perform and deliver at a quality that is acceptable and that they expect of you. And if you don't, guess what the cause and effect can be? You either can get written up, you either get docked, or you get fired, or if you own your own business, your business goes belly up, or you start getting horrible reviews, and reviews knock you until you're out of business, cause, and effect. So with this being stated, we see that we are governed by accountability. But no one shows us how to be accountable to ourselves. Isn't that funny? Nobody teaches us how we are to show up and be accountable for us. I always think about it like, you know, you get a rule book for a little bit of everything. Even like as far as it goes, if you buy a refrigerator, if you buy a car, you get that manual and everything else. But as parents, we don't get a rule book and we don't get a manual for being parents or having children. We get examples from maybe who our parents were or lineage or whatever, and there can be glitches in that, and so it's, it's not a foolproof kind of thing. But then there's that part of it that you're teaching your children certain things, but then you're not teaching them or structuring a way that they have to be accountable for themselves. 
So a prime example is this. Sometimes you have kids, and like I told you, they have the, the cause and effect. So you have to make them accountable and have them thinking about certain things that they do. So prime example is, is that if they want to go here or go there, they know that they must do certain things for themselves to be able to plug in and go do certain things. And they have to hold themselves responsible and accountable that if they don't do the chores, then there's a cause and effect for their inability to follow through. See, that's teaching in a different way. That's holding them accountable that they can see how it is structured out. So many say that the lack of training and being accountable to ourselves may be one element, and others say that it can also be that some are resistant to calling themselves out on the carpet and the decisions and choices that they make or don't make. And that that's a lot of it, too. Because how many times do we really want to say, you know what, you're just wrong. You're wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> we don't want to do that that often. But unfortunately, sometimes we got to call ourselves out on the mat. And we got to hold our part of it. We have to be like, you know what, I really didn't do it. I, I just didn't do it. But there's people that really struggle with that. See, whispers, many avoid being accountable. They make a conscious decision not to do something and then another decision to downplay the importance of not following through. Oh, the lady said, could I repeat that? Sure. So I was stating that many people avoid being accountable and they make decisions um, not to, to do something And then another decision that they downplay the importance of why they didn't follow through. You know, like, oh, I I just, I just, and it's always followed with a, I just, or, well, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. But see, they're excusing themselves. They're giving themselves a pass instead of holding themselves accountable like, I just didn't do it. I really didn't do it. And X, Y, Z, I got to figure out and I'm accountable for X, Y, and Z. And look, if I, if I was supposed to be there and I, I, just, I just didn't do it, I didn't. But acknowledging it is something that they scuffle with and they just make every excuse in the book of why they are right. You know, they do this time and time again until they develop a habit of convincing themselves that not doing what they say, what they will do, has no real consequence or that cause and effect. You know, they can tell themselves a many of things. Always think about like one time there was this interview. This man, he was just dreadful in his life and his practices and deeds. And he said, well, you know, these people made me do this and, and made me act in, act in this way. And he was like a, a serial killer. But he put it off on these people as if they forced him to act in such a way. Well, that's not the case because he didn't hold himself accountable for any of his actions. And he didn't hold himself accountable for the loss of life that family members were grieving over. 
he didn't find himself guilty at all. One thing they lack to understand is this too, you know, this level of avoidance and denial has real severe consequences on their ability to maintain trust with others and even to, uh, what is the word, uh, uh, keep a, like a, a stable level of uh, conviction even with themselves. Because, see, they, they're not holding fast to any truth or holding fast to any kind of guideline or anything like that. So in turn, they're just like doing whatever they want to do, and they're acting any kind of way they want. But you are supposed to just be a certain way. Well, why are you so upset? Because if this is this and that, and you hear it. You hear the rhetoric of them, and they constantly have this flagrant attitude about them. It's you. But they don't realize when they say it's you, they have three fingers that are pointing right back at them. I used to remember, like, that was a, a statement, and they had this, like, drawing of uh, this person, and the, and the three fingers were, like, gigantic, pointing back at the person. And they were acting as if they didn't see it or anything like that. But that's how people act that are that lack accountability. It's everything and everyone else, but never them. And then they have people that excuse their behavior. Oh, well, he just, or, you know, he's had a hard time or she's had a hard time. Or, you know, people just don't understand him or her. Well, that's not the case. See, individuals like this are likely to wave and just be like, eh, whatever, it's, it's, it's you know, they'll, it's just me. They'll, they'll look over it. It's just nothing. And they come in and they go out and they don't have much purpose or direction. And it made me think, like, everything with them is intentional. Now, remember I told you there's a difference between intention and intentional because everything with them is intentional. It's on purpose. I did it because I did. But see, when they, we have intention, in which they don't have aim, focus, or direction, they're just out here blowing like the wind. And it scatters it everywhere. You know, I want to share a very powerful story with you, Whisperers, and I know many of you will remember the discussion on fear is a superpower that we just recently had. And I told you all the powerful and impactful story of Will Smith overcoming his fear so publicly, remember? And I told you all to go watch the documentary that he did for uh, The Earth. It seems that this man lives his life out loud everyone to see, scrutinize, criticize, and just be like, what in the world? But he's incredibly transparent. I mean, incredibly transparent. See, this is the thing. (laughs) Will shared how he had to own his lack of accountability when it came to his parenting style. Now, you know, everybody knows Will and Jaden. They know their kids, Willow and uh, Jaden. And meaning, he said this, that meaning he was raised in a way that brought fear 
and disregard to others' feelings. That's how he was raised, because he was raised in a volatile kind of setting, uh, disregarded feelings, and that's why he went and he, he poured himself into his music, poured himself into comedy to kind of distract from all of the rhetoric that was in the house. So then he said that um, when he became a father, he unfortunately had developed and started doing the same practices that he was raised with. Now, see that? Now, we're getting the picture of this, the accountability we're talking about. He saw his son's great potential to be a great actor, much like himself, and it boosted his ego when he saw that little boy, when they did that movie, um, The Pursuit of Happiness, and he could see Jaden and how he was flourishing. It was just, oh, he was like, oh, this is my child. But he pushed him until it basically drained and alienated Jaden from him. And he went on to, like, emancipate himself. And he was upset with his son. He just, they had kind of, um, their relationship had become strained even. And then lo and behold, here comes his little girl, Willow. And we know Willow came out whipping her hair back and forth. Oh, my goodness, that little girl, she could do it. She's singing. She's dancing. She just was, like, incredible. I mean, like, to see this, this little girl doing this. And at the time, she was, like, 10 years old. Another dynamo. And he decided as her manager that she was going to go into R&B music. And he pushed her and pushed her and pushed her and acted as if she was a client, removed himself like from the parent, not really giving any attention again to her needs or feelings, taking no accountability for anything. And not even thinking about the well-being emotionally of Willow or Jaden. And he said, literally, accountability came and smacked him in the face. The lack of accountability. And how he had to harness regaining accountability for how he was acting. And he had to regain the trust of his children that had pushed him away. They had pushed him away because they didn't feel that he even understood where they were coming from. And that's what he went through because of really not being accountable for the actions, the example that he saw. But he said he had to go back and do the necessary work to deprogram himself and hold himself accountable for his actions and the lack of action that he had taken that made his children feel unvalidated. Now, how powerful is that? Like I said, this man is living his life and he's doing great things and movies and things like that. But the transparency to be so open about something this huge, this was like the biggest elephant in the living room. But he really pulled the curtain back so you could see it. 
and he acknowledged what his lack of accountability was doing to his family. And he knew that he had to go in and do the necessary work to try to eliminate, eradicate, and change the dynamics that was going on there. See, Will Smith, he literally had like major fallout happening in his family. And he had to work diligently to rebuild and mend the bonds that was broken from that lack of accountability. And he said even how Jada was so angry with him because he he was doing things and alienating the children and acting as if they were wrong. And she said even with Jaden emancipating himself, it made her even realize that she had to hold herself accountable for the way that she was viewing things and the way that she even had things going. And she spoke about how they both had to diligently hold themselves accountable day by day until it started to take root and uproot out of them. That's power right there, whispers. That is power. Yes, the ladies over here in the chat box are like, oh, my goodness, I did not know that story. That was so powerful. Yes, Will Smith and Jada Pickett seem to live their lives out loud. Yes, they do. They really do. And they they live their lives in such a way that everybody is open to have an opinion. And they are not worried about it because they're holding themselves accountable for the action or lack of action that they're doing or how they're doing. See, what if you struggle to hold yourself accountable? A lot of times people are not being able to hold yourself or themselves accountable, it's hard for them to really get the desire to really want to go in and do the necessary work. But see, what Will said, he had to go in and he had to deprogram and he had to audit his actions or his lack of action. And so that's what it takes for people to really start changing that dynamics is to go back and audit. And I know like you guys hear me talk about that all the time. I talk, tell you all about making sure that you're audit, auditing your friends, that your network is really aligning correctly. But sometimes we as people have to audit ourselves because when we don't come up or we're falling short, we have to really be able to sit down with our notebook and really write out things because this is the thing. Do your emotions run you or do you run your emotions? I'm going to get into that. I'm going to have a discussion about that even as we go along in the, in the season. And season three, like I told you, is dynamic because, like I said, we are on a trajectory to go and level up in our mindset to have that growth mindset. Because, see, as we gain that growth mindset, it's going to pivot us into the next thing that we got to step into. And that's what I want season three to be about is leveling us up so we get that growth mindset. You know, I always tell you guys that I like to give you master keys. I like to give you certain elements to work with because, I want you to be able to really 
think deeply on qualities or different things that we're working on. And if this is an area that you're struggling with, and I mean struggling with, there is no harm and no foul getting professional help. Because sometimes when we are so to the left or maybe to the right of things, we need someone to help us and direct us so we can get on that pathway and be centered again. All the time there's a live link that's in the chat box. You just have to click it and schedule your consultation. And that's as simple as it is. And if you are holding yourself accountable or you're working on that accountability, your first step would be to go click that link right now and schedule your consultation and then to follow through with it. So I'm going to give you a couple of keys. I have a few master keys that we're going to go over, and it's not that many this week because this is a real deep dive into our discussion today. So the first thing, you must have the right perspective. It's so funny because that word just seems to come up often in the last couple of episodes. See, it means that you have to recognize the reason you choose to do something, not others, is because your perception may be influenced by your lack of consequence, that you don't hold yourself or no one else has held you to a circumstance of cause and effect. And to be accountable, you need to revise your perspective to one of maintaining a higher standard of integrity. And so many times when people are really working to get the right perspective, they still even have to tweak that, that they can see it in the mind's eye correctly and not to downplay what it really is. Because, see, don't forget, that's what they've been accustomed to doing. So it takes a little time and effort. And see, perspective is, is a particular attitude towards a way of regarding something. Now, that's what it is. And when you are struggling with this, it requires that you have to shift. And when I say shift, you know, when we're doing that, like, think about it like this. You ever been um, sitting for a long, long time and all of a sudden, like, it feels like you're losing the feeling in your, in your rear or in your leg or something, but you shift and it relieves the pressure? Or maybe if you're standing in a line for a long time because you want, uh, you're trying to get tickets to something or something, some reason there's a huge line. Have you ever been to, like, Ross and the line is just, like, ridiculous? And so you're standing there forever in a day and like your feet are about to fall off of you, but you make that shift and then it relieves your feet or relieves your back. Well, that's the same thing that it requires that, that perspective. We have to shift a little bit, even in that discomfort, so we're able to see and make those changes and have the right view of what they are. So your second key is this. Give and know your limits. I know that sounds really interesting, right? <laughs> well, because you have you have been in the habit of over 
accepting your limits. See, that's the point. Account of accountability allows you to freely overstep your bounds, freely overstep your limits, freely take advantage with no accountability because that's what you've done. You have to be conscious of what you are doing and committing yourself to that consciousness. So normally maybe you have been someone who has not been accountable and you just say what, you know, I'm a straight shooter. I say what I say and I'm going to say this to you. And, you know, pause, pause, pause. Because that might be just slapping somebody on the head, like hitting them with a brick. And that's not what we're supposed to do. We got to kind of refine ourselves a little bit. You want to be fine wine. You just don't want to be like something off the bottom shelf that you, oh, no, I can't drink that. Oof. You know, you might drink it and you feel like you just grew hair off your tongue. <laughs> It'd be really bad for you. <laughs> you have to have, you know, practice. And I always think when I say that, I think of like a certain athlete. Practice. Yeah, practice. You have to be willing to practice it. You have to be willing to almost bite your tongue when you just want to say and just make yourself pause. Remember I told told you last week there's a power in pausing, and I gave you the acronym for pause. And that's what this requires of you to do. It means that you have, you've had a to practice and follow, not just reacting and being reactive. And so that's important, being told in my headset that we got a call here. You said we have a call? Thank you for calling into Whispers in a Bottle. You're live. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing? Good. Did you have a question or a comment? No, I, I just thought that the thumbnail was actually hilarious. Yeah, no, nobody wants Thanks. to take accountability because we're in the Western world. Everything's so easy for us, you know, and I, I strongly suggest people from the first world, like any first world country, they go on a sabbatical for like three months in a third world country and then come back home and Chris, they just have to like kiss the ground that they walk on. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing with us. We appreciate you. Continue to listen in. Oh my goodness. That was fabulous. And it's true. We do have to be willing to pause like that. And even hearing someone that calls in and says that, that you got to take a minute and have that gratitude. But sometimes that's what's lacking with people that lack accountability is having gratitude. And so we want to make sure that we have that clarity in that way. You know, people who lack accountability don't have many limits or boundaries in which they live by. And much of their um, core value They sacrifice so as to make themselves right all the time. And when we sacrifice our core values, what are we doing? What are we living and making ourselves live up to? There's nothing. There's nothing. You know, 
I didn't talk about this person uh, earlier that we had uh, I had brought up, but all of you all know of this this couple, and um, the one thing that they're getting ready to they're actually going through a divorce and everything, and the the one mate is just acting irrational, and just even to a point that it's a detriment and it's dangerous for the 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 ex. But unfortunately, people are like, oh, he's such a genius and he's this and that, but not really looking and holding his actions and his lack of action, which means that he is just able to do and act in any way that he sees for, you know, sees fit. And it's causing this person such, you know, anxiety. But see, when we have accountability and if that person was being held to that standard, it wouldn't be allowed. It wouldn't be something that would be some kind of norm and, oh, well, you know, he's just a creative or he's this and that. No. See, there's that limit. There's no boundaries there. He has not even put or any regard into that boundary. And so there's no limits there. So the next key is this. I told you it's hard because... We want you to be accountable for your actions, but when you lack accountability, sometimes you need that accountability partner. And it may mean that you just have to seek that professional help, someone who has clarity to be able to speak to you, tell you, and help you understand that how you're acting is not healthy. And it's not something that we're going to accept. You know, I had, um, I love to tell you guys statistics all the time, you know, and I love facts, and I'm that kind of person, and you guys know how I am. Well, here is a fact on how long it takes to change a behavior, and this might blow your mind when you hear this, because I know when I share this, and I even have put this into the shifting mindsets, and um, even how to elevate yourself. Uh, the nine ways to elevate yourself. I had so much feedback on this and people came back and was like, is that for real? Yes, it is so true. So this is it. Um, How long it takes to actually change a behavior takes anywhere from 18 to 254 days for a person to form new habit, average of 66 days, for a new behavior to become automatic. <laughs> the ladies in the chat box are like, what? Yes, it, it does. It, it, it takes anywhere from 18 to 254 days for a person to form a new habit and an average of 66 days for a new behavior to become automatic. I know it just blew my mind too. It that really blew my mind, but it is a fact. You guys know I'm about statistics. I go look them up. I, I find them to double check and everything. We check them out to make sure that it's actual. And yes, whispers, it requires work on your part to break these habits. It requires dedication. It takes fortitude. Why did I use fortitude though? Hmm. I use fortitude because 
fortitude is always reason and reasonable. You know, it has like a sound judgment or being fair and sensible. And fortitude requires or involves practicing what is good and just when it's most difficult. And when you have fortitude, it allows you to practice patience. And when you have fortitude, it makes you do what is right. Isn't that powerful? What fortitude really is and what it causes and what's the effects? Whisperers, if you see that you are lacking accountability, you have to be willing to admit it, which is by far the most important step than anything else that we do or say in our, in our lives. I'm being told in my headset that we have another caller. Hold on, everyone. Thank you for calling Whispers in the Bottle. You're live. Hello? I don't hear anyone. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. Can you hear me? I'm yes, sorry I can hear me you. Again. <laughs> I can I'm hear sorry you. I'm sorry that's me again. I, oh, I love what you were saying. I just I, I felt the need to comment on that. Um, uh, to live is to suffer and uh, to have something in front of you. Once you find out what you want, you're going to have to climb a mountain to get it and to suffer is just something that you have to experience in living. And uh, I think people don't have that anymore. I think people, uh, everybody wants to live on a flat plane where you just have to walk across the desert with a bunch of water bottles on your back and you're completely fine the entire time. Does that make sense? I hear you. Yes, definitely. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. Wow. That was powerful what he just added because it's true. So many people just want to walk through life not being accountable. You know, and and this is the thing. Um, I always tell you that, you know, I don't feel that life is about suffering because life is about happiness. But it is about us changing and putting things into our lives and reworking things. It's just like any time that we go back to a drawing board that we have to go back and we have to look at the blueprint and we have to restructure things at times. And sometimes when we live our lives that way, it helps us to really gain that focus and that fortitude because that's what it's about, being fortified in things and that we have to shore ourselves up because if we don't start to walk and hold ourselves accountable, if we're walking in a way that is going to just constantly cause upheaval for everything, how in the world are people going to support us? How are people going to really connect with us? It just won't happen. It just doesn't happen that way, whispers. You know, whispers, this has been such an important conversation for us to level up in 2022. And for us to move into that growth mindset, we have to be willing to refine ourselves and uproot poor habits 
and qualities that will keep us in a debilitated status. You know, I can't begin to say how much I appreciate you all, you know, tuning in and being a part of this discussion. We had a great caller that called in, shared his views, talked about how he felt about this discussion. That's powerful right there because that means that it's resonating and people are hearing it and they're pouring into it. I love that because this show is about that. It's about us leveling up and moving into that growth mindset for 2022 and beyond whispers. You know, these type of discussions, they are difficult. And there may be someone in your life that you have come into contact with that lacks that accountability. But sometimes we have to have those hard discussions with those that we really love and we care about. And if they can't hear it or they can't accept it at the time that we're saying it, then guess what? We have to put it down for a minute and we'll come back to it because trust me, that behavior will come back and that behavior will keep on. But the one thing that really takes effect is not accepting how that person's behavior is. That lack of accountability where they don't hold themselves accountable for anything, well, that may work for them, but that can't work for you. And so sometimes you have to say, okay, look, I'm getting off. I'm not doing this with you anymore. I can't. And you tell them, you know, when you're ready to really have a discussion about this, I'm here and I'm open to it. So Whisperers, this has been such a powerful discussion. I could go on and on and on because there is so much more that I could say into this. But you know what? I always tell you, I honor your time. I honor our space being here together. It's always so powerful being here. And, you know, I always tell you all, I want to connect with you even off of the radio. So make sure that you join me. I'm on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Instagram.com slash whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. So that's Instagram.com slash whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. If you're already on Instagram, just look for me at whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. We have our own Facebook group, which thank you again. We had our first uh, sip and chat, and it was dynamic. I enjoyed all of you and anyone who wants to join. Make sure that you have subscribed to our newsletter because that's where you'll get your invitation for the sip and chat. And just join our community over there on Facebook. It's uh, Whisper in a Bottle. There's no S on Whispers. Okay, so it's Whisper in a Bottle on Facebook. And then we're also on Twitter, and you can find us at capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E. One word, but you have to put it in that way, else you won't find us. And then everybody will be like, well, I can't find you over there. Well, you didn't put us in right. That's why. And Whispers, I have to tell you all, Tuesday in my club, oh, my goodness. We just came back. We was on a little hiatus, and our discussion that we had on Tuesday on Clubhouse was, are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Oh, my word. I have to tell you, if you're not over there, come and join me in my club. It's the round table of intention because, see, I have clear aim, focus, and direction. 
And that's what we're doing over there, having powerful discussions, much like what we're having over here on the radio. So come over and get social. Join the club. I'm telling you, you'll love it. And so listen, you all have been listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia LaRae, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. I'm honored to be in here with you all. Please make sure you wear your mask, wash your hands, but most importantly, make sure you check on your loved ones and share this episode with someone who may need it. All right, guys, until next week. Stay safe, and we'll talk soon. All right, bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.